Hello there, and welcome to the Kirk Minahan Wrap-Up Show for January 27th, 2021. Today's show was Hall of Fame. Talking about a uh, show title kind of based off the Hall of Fame for the MLB came out yesterday. No one was inducted. Barry Bonds wasn't inducted. Um, Kurt Schilling wasn't inducted. Sammy Sosa wasn't inducted. No, no one. They voted. No one reached the 75% threshold. Roger so Kirk, Clemens. Yep, Roger Clemens, all these steroid guys. So Kirk decided... You know what? It's about time there's a Minifan Hall of Fame. And I am speaking to who I think will be a first ballot <laughs> Minifan Hall of Famer. I am joined by Tim in Canton. How's it going, Tim? What's up, buddy? Yeah. So uh so let's just jump right into it. So I, I there's not really much to say on the whole MLB stuff thing. It's like, yeah, they I guess, yeah. you know, they suck. They're taking politics into this fucking shit, which uh which totally just discredits every single player. That gets in. I've been saying for years that I think Colin Kaepernick is going to get into the NFL Hall of Fame. Um, and I am I, I am still a big believer of that. I, I think it truly will happen and he will be in the Hall of Fame one day. I think Hall of Fames have become a joke. I used to love like reading up on the NFL Hall of Fame. I was a big Canton guy, but now uh Yeah, there you go. Thanks, buddy. A d- different Canton, my good uh, sir. Okay. But um <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just uh it's just I just I don't there's not much to say. I don't know if you have anything to, to add to the whole MLB not adding anyone. Uh same. I baseball's been, had been my favorite sport for growing up for years and years and years. Now I, I gotta admit, I, as much as I love baseball, I think I might be a bigger hockey fan since my son plays so much. And um, but the Hall of Fame is oh man, like Kirk said, Cooperstown is beautiful. It's worth the drive. Uh, it, mm-hmm. even if you're not going for the induction, it's just really nice and the museum, they do a really nice job there, um, but I, it's a joke. It's just become a joke. Every every year we go through the same crap every year. Um, so it gets it's boring, it's trite, and I really can't be bothered anymore either. But yeah, the it, Minifan Hall of Fame. Ooh. Now you, I have a question for you. Ooh. It went from, you know, as I'm historating and notating the show, mm-hmm. you went from a uh, maybe to a probably to a – Yes, you're one of the six. Yes, very, very excited. How does that so, make I mean, you I feel? Oh, I feel, I feel very. Uh, I was wondering when they were. I was like, I was like, oh, is Kirk gonna say my name? I was like, I was like, I was. It was up in the air, like, and he said, no, Justin's stupid. And I was like, true. And then he, uh, which he gave like, you oh. a point. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so it was. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean, I feel like it's it would be a great honor. I'm actually coming up with a list now. I think I think if we come up with a list of like. 30 names I think to start off as and I'll, I'll print out like a ballot and I'll give one to Kirk, give one to Steve, give one to Mutt and his brothers or whoever else. Oh, Kirk's, Kirk's going to absolutely love that. Make sure you do that. That's, so that's a great idea. I have that, hopefully I have that done by tomorrow night. Uh, and, and we'll see. I mean, I think the hall of fame should be in Madawaska. I'm not entirely sure where in the other locations could be like maybe South Carolina, if Madawaska didn't work, but I feel like that's more connected to the, to the newer project, the, the case, the Kirk Minahan show. Uh, someone recommended um, McLean's, but I, I think ah no, I I don't think I don't think the McLean people would be happy if we decided to put up a Hall of Fame for one of the residents that's in there. Well, he is but, um, he he is the uh, he ad- he is the adoptive son of Madawaska. Yes, uh, I am not going to share any any uh, state secrets, but I can tell you that there is already a push afoot by some minifans to see about having Madawaska be the home of said Hall of Fame. 
people are already on this. They're already looking at locations. Uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm psyched. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be absolutely awesome. I mean, real estate has to be kind of cheaper up there. I mean, I know, I know, Tim. It is. I mean, Canton, Mansfield, Foxborough, it's all super dumb expensive in this area. So I'm assuming Matawaski could probably get a decent house for around $200,000 or somewhere around that. Yeah, that would put you probably in the upper median. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it is. It's it's way north uh, in Maine on the Canadian border. So prices are a lot less. So, yeah, there is, uh, there is uh, at least a couple of people looking at doing something in Matawaski, which is just – a tribute to Kirk, to the show, to the dedication of the fans. Like Kirk has always said, the fans are, what, the third seat, the fourth seat uh, with his customers. And I just think mm -hmm. it would be hilarious to have Madawaska be a location that people could pilgrimage to, a Kirkrimage, yes, uh, if you will, I, I like even it. when he's not there. I like it. Yeah, no, it could be kind of like, a, hey, want to go up to Madawaska this weekend to – and stop by, and stop by the KMS Museum <laughs> Hall of I, Fame. You know, you know people. I do that. I mean, you know people do that. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I'm yeah. already. I've got something in the works myself. I'm developing already for uh, tribute for that summer uh, trip. Even if I don't get a ticket, I'm still going to go up and uh, and I, I just think it'll be uh, what did Steve say? Kirkapalooza, uh, which yeah. people have said in the past. I think it will be that type of uh, vibe, type of environment because it's going to be June 4th. He said the first Friday of the first weekend in june which would be june 4th but and i, I just official yet well he said on the show today no it's not official but yeah, he yeah. did say on the show he would like it on a friday night and he said he would like it the first he kept it kept changing yeah. uh but he said he wants it in the first weekend of june so if it's the first weekend that friday is june 4th and i just think people will have a ball just going up there mm -hmm. for a night or two and hanging out even if they don't get to go to the show it'd be a great time of year to be up there so that brings me that brings us to our next point in which uh so Steve on the wrap up show on Monday which I was surprised by he said no Madawaska 2021 my heart was broken it it you know I had a grand time in Madawaska last year so my heart was broken I knew we weren't going to do anything in the winter but Kirk came in and said what what are you doing what why are you why are you making these decisions you know without officially contacting me and, and Kirk and uh Steve said something that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. He said, uh, this is why I don't like to come on the wrap-up shows. And I'm like, okay, okay, Steve. Freaked <laughs> uh, my heart a little bit. <clears throat> but um, but no, I think I think a Madawaski show in the summer would be different. I think I think it would be and you know you know what I was thinking today? I was thinking summertime, well, they, they gotta eat lunch if they're doing something. Guess who guess what guess what Justin's gonna do? Bring out, Justin the there you go. <laughs> Bring out the fucking barbecue. That's where oh, we're having boy. the barbecue. Madawaska 2021. Oh. I am just let, let's fucking go. The long-awaited, the long-awaited cookout at your house has now oh. changed to Madawaska. Oh yeah. Well, if Madawaska takes place in the summer, I am going to make Fantastic. sure that the Mina fans are happy and fat uh for lunch, for breakfast. That I won't know, be a I problem. Because I know uh I know last year it was kind of like an all-day event with the fishing, but obviously we're not going to have ice fishing, and I'm not entirely sure we'll have fishing in general. But if we could find like a park or something. Why? Are they closing the lake or the streams or the rivers? I, I just don't know if everyone would fish because you kind of got to stand there with the – Oh, oh, they'll be know. fishing. They'll yeah. definitely be fishing so if I, you know what I mean. I got to check out if there's like a park or something. I would love to I would love to have a barbecue there. Oh, I could just grill it up, and I'd have a boombox playing just parody songs after parody songs. Oh, it'd be fucking awesome. I'm getting hard Jeez. just thinking about it. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, about, to, about to lose your load here, Justin. But, uh, well, 
if this makes you feel any better, just reading a note from today uh, when Steve had mentioned, uh, Kirk brought the topic up about Steve mentioning the Manawaska show being moved. Uh, I have a note that Steve was advised to, quote, keep his fucking mouth shut, end quote, when it comes to booking Kirk's schedule. Mm-hmm. And this was in regards to Steve's comments on the Madawaska show, on the wrap-up show about Madawaska. So take a little, you know, I know it hurt your feelings, but you can take a little comfort in the fact that it's up to Kirk and only Kirk. Yeah, and we did so- hear that the Wilbur show is now one twenty-two twenty-two. That's right. That's right. And that would see which I am confident that it's eventually going to to be that. I don't think it's going to get pushed back. I think if it gets pushed back again, it's like, oh, fuck. Well, we're just going to do this our entire lives. Like, we're just stuck in quarantine the rest of our lives. Is If we don't get the shit figured out. If we spend all of 2020 and all of 2021 doing this stuff, I, I'm going to go fucking insane. <laughs> so we, we got we to gotta get this figured out sooner rather than later. But uh, but no, I, I can't wait. For, obviously, I can't wait for the Wilbur show. There was also um, What do you mean, we? You have a mouse in your pocket? Getting this straightened out? Do you, you writing a letter to the governor? What are you talking about here? I'm sorry. What'd you say? You said we got to get this straightened out. This I don't this, know. <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah, I've been writing to the governor every day. I've been, apparently, he's a big Blink-182 fan, so I've been uh, oh boy. sending him some lyrics about how you got to open up and, and all that shit. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, so I, I mean. I'm sure they don't have me on the list now. For yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> there was also some talk about Socko today, which is exciting, yes. too. Yeah. They said they, they they said they wanted to do a single Socko show, which which I would agree. I I, I think well, I mean it's not up to me, but I think I think a singular Socko show. I did like the dynamic of the two shows this year. How Tim, did you go to both of them? Um, Socko and what's the oh Madawaska? No, he just no, just the two shock Socko shows. Oh, both Socko. No, 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 just the um uh Saturday night. The yeah, so the, the, the one I always refer to as the uh the Cahorn night. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. Saturday was was like wild. It was a lot of fun. You know, people were juiced up, ready to go. And then Sunday was kind of more relaxed. It was just kind of like people there with their more family oriented. I heard, yeah, a lot more family. Oh, like, uh, yeah. yeah, more like couples rather than like. I mean, okay. Kevin from, yeah, Kevin from Bristol brought his kids. His that's family, like yeah. Bristol is fucking insane. So I think they were on vacation. He was the same as me because we were trying to connect. And yep, I was on vacation that week and was coming home that Saturday and. uh Went from New Hampshire instead of going south. Went over to to Saco for that last night. And awesome. it, what a yeah. what a great way to end a vacation week. But oh, it, yeah, that single show. Um, you know, obviously it's up to to Kirk and Steve and the rest of the crew there. Um, so whatever works best for them. But having having been there for that just that one night, I was so glad to hear that they're going to do another one. Uh, not mm-hmm. only that, that they've been saying this for a long time. And and again. It, the guy he gives and gives and gives. So we got two shows to look forward to uh, this summer. Madawaska, whether you're getting in or not, just being up there, I think is going to be a blast. And then Saco Maine, and, and that was a great time last year. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's going to be a complete, complete blast. A lot of fun. Speaking of complete blast, so Twitter, the Twitter world, fucking blasted my CEO, the people CEO. Yeah. Jesus Christ, people. So she had two NWHL players on her podcast, which if you don't know, stands for National Women's Hockey League. It's loosely related to the NHL. It's kind of, some might say it's held up by the NHL. Uh, But so she had propped up more like propped up. Like does the NHL has some vested interest in it? 
owes some financial uh, backing. I, I guess, yeah, I guess I think they're I think they're financially backing them a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, so and then they after having the two NHW NHL players on Twitter world, uh, the blue checkmark brigade as they're, as they're called went crazy talking about how we can't have Erica Nardini and Barstool be a part of this growing sport. And and Erica came out and said, "You're so stupid if you kick out brands like Barstool." You kick out people like me who want to get involved, who want to grow the game. Erica Nardini has been posting about women's hockey for years now. This mm-hmm. isn't like something she just picked up as a pet project or something like that, or, you know, flavor yep. of the week sort of she, thing. She's been playing for years. Yes. She's, Huge she's, supporter she's, of hockey and actual, of women's sports, athletics, you name it. She's she's a great advocate. And so she released a video of everyone, of just pictures, screenshots of public tweets where people were saying we need to get rid of barstool we need to blah 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 do this do this do this <laughs> and people acted like she said find them slit their throats fucking murder their family the, the whole the whole thing was just it's so aggravating to see just people cuz i'm in a hockey group on facebook and and they all apparently hate barstool cuz i posted about this yesterday and everyone was talking about shit about barstool so i was like what the fuck am i doing in here um but it's just like the way to grow the game is to to embrace Barstool. If there was a Barstool team, I guarantee you NWHL numbers would skyrocket. If you could start betting on NWHL games through the Barstool Sportsbook, I guarantee you they skyrocket. There's going to be there's going to be uh you know Dave and uh and Big Cat sitting down watching the games that they bet the over on, going crazy when there's a goal that pushes it to overtime. Shit like that. But it's just so dumb to, to see these people come out and i don't know if you saw today but there was actually a very very good video out that uh that kfc put out it was it was one of his one minute oh, mans i didn't watch it who edgy minutes. edgy kevin yeah i mean where has he been by the way uh, we haven't heard from edgy kevin in quite a while yeah we that's a that's a very good point that's yeah very yeah. very good point. I, I don't i don't know i did i i I, I don't really put much stock in anything that Edgy Kevin has to say. Um, yeah. But as far as, you know, <laughs> what's going on with Erica and Bastol and this league, like Kirk had said, I never heard of the league before. I never knew it existed. If, if, um, until, until Erica was involved, and by default, it went via Kirk. I would have never known if Kirk wasn't associated with Bastol anything about Erica Nardini or the NWHL. Um, I think it's great that it's recognized. I think it's fantastic that she's trying to maybe even purchase a team. I think it's wildly uh, ex- exclusionary to say, we're not going to let you buy a team. Um, it's just it, the ironies run so deep. It's incredible. But in the end, I have a daughter, Justin. Mm-hmm. Who do I want her to grow up to be more like Erica Nadini or these people who are outraged? Who, by the way, they're absolutely entitled to, to their opinion, mm-hmm. but refuse to have a discussion. Oh, well, the, the I know who I want my daughter to grow up, grow up like, and yeah, it's one and the, Erica Nadini, because at least the woman is open to discussion. She's extremely smart, incredibly successful. She's the CEO of a company that Dave said today went from what fifteen million to a billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. He he says it's still the best hire he ever made, which I'm actually going to say the second best because Kirk was the best. I just it this is the adult age old adage of cutting your nose off to spite your face. It's in the end getting Erica the attention she wants. I already saw the 
Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Not that she wants. Getting Erica the attention that everybody who hates her didn't want her to have, and it's not her fault. It's not her doing. And I already saw they're talking about a Barstool Hockey League for women. I and I know where I'm going to focus my attention, and it'll be on that one as opposed to NWHL. So last thing when we wrap up on this topic here, do you know who the highest paid NWHL player is? No, and I would assume it's probably 50 grand a year. I looked it up. It is. Do you, do you know who uh, Phil Kessel is? Former Boston Bruin. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, I remember the name. Yeah. yeah. So his sister Phil is a very good, very good women's hockey player. She was the highest played NWHL player last year. She made $9,000 for that league. The league minimum and what the majority of the contracts are, $2,500. You're telling me Barstool, if they got invested in this, they would not, the revenue would not skyrocket in these players. I I don't know. It's like you said, it's cutting your nose off to spite your face. It's fucking moronic. Mm -hmm. I I think there's, I think there's different fights to pick. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this is the right. I think in the end, the, People who were upset are going to realize they maybe made a pretty big mistake here. No, Doesn't mean they have to lay down. You know, they have their they have their own uh, thoughts on how the league should be run. That that's cool. It's their league, but you got to have an open discussion. You, so, all right, no, they're they're never they're never going to come out and say that they fucked up. The league's going to fold in two or three years, but they're going to yeah. say it's whatever happened are, to that league. Everything was because it's going to fold because Erica's trying to destroy it from within now, which is like. Yeah. 40 chests. Well, there's a, it just the last thing it's saying that there's already a little bit of a groundswell of people chirping now and saying, hey, I don't agree with the, the board stance I, or I league stance. That. So yeah. that's good. That. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm a little fired up now and I'm going to get very fired up. For this oh, next no. Time. <laughs> Steve's a liar guy. Oh. Sent in his retirement letter. My heart was literally, it was like I was watching a sad movie or someone was giving me bad news. As I'm listening to it, it's like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. At the end, I thought he was going to be like, psych, here's a song or something like that. But he, he wanted to retire. Kirk said, absolutely not. I'm so happy that Kirk did not accept his resignation. So I've been going through all of his old songs. And actually, at 7 o'clock tonight, I'm having a – Yes, marathon. you are. Uh, I'm going to break it up into four days because there's so many songs. So tonight, I'm doing all of his songs from 2019. There was a point in November and December where he was sending in a song every fucking day. And they were banger. Abdul, Steve's a liar. Uh, Mike's mom's a milf. All these great songs. And and and, and, and it, it pisses me off to see these, these people who contribute nothing to the world. Nothing. Shit on this Steve's a liar guy. He has a life. He probably has a job. He probably has a kid. We know nothing about him. And that's fucking incredible. The fact that he gives us all these songs for free is is unreal you could say he was kind of the one who kind of started up the whole parody song i mean steve's a liar i think is the most iconic kirk minahan show parody song the other day i was in the grocery store uh worlds on fire came on and i was convinced i was like what the fuck is this and i was like oh i forgot steve's a liar is not the actual song i it pisses me off to see these people who who haven't contributed anything don't get me wrong i love murchison mouse i love macarano I love Warden of the North, and I don't really see them doing this as much, but it's these random people. High Blind Mike. Uh, I see John from Scranton. I see all these – this GVE nonsense or whatever. They just they don't like Carano. They don't like fucking uh, Steve Zalaga guy. What do you like? Do you like anything in the world? Just come out and say like Carabas. You don't like the fucking parody songs. It just pisses me off to see people get upset and, and, and angry 
at at Steve Salaga guy Macarano who are doing all this work for free, and 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 I think I think it's a shame that he was he thought he 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 should retire because his and his last songs weren't terrible. They weren't like you know recording off a phone going like hi ho Kirk goes or something like that. I don't know. The whole thing's just fucking insane. So tonight I'm gonna do a little uh a little you know marathon seven o'clock. It should be fun. Um, you you are uh. You're pretty fired up there, huh, buddy? I'm animated. I'm animated. I love Steve the Liar guy. He well, is... I have a different view, and that Go is Steve the Liar guy. When I heard that today, I noted the time, and that makes me sad as a yeah, makes... fat load on WE, I would say. Yeah. Um, I freaking love Steve the Liar guy. I love all the songs. I'm the worst guy to judge them, but Steve the Liar guy is my number one. Yeah. Always will be. Um, I love his off-key singing, the lyrics. Everybody has this specialty, right? Some people are better at producing. Some people are better at singing. Some people are better at lyrics. I've heard songs that the show cut short and said, eh, not doing it for me, that I thought were spectacular. Like last week there was one. Mm-hmm. I forget I forget right now what the song was. I thought, yeah, I'm not really into rap, but that was a good song. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I – um, I was really uh, bummed out when I heard that he might not be. Oh, he wanted to retire. I also think his letter was was fantastic. Yes, it was, it was very funny. Uh, that that cracked me up. Um, his references were spot on, <laughs> and I put a plea out to him on Twitter. I know he, I know he is not on there. There is a rumor that he is on there with a burner account. I don't know. I have no clue. All I can say is, I know how he feels. Not every hit is a home run. It happens. So fucking what? Um, if anything, I want more Steve's a liar guy. Hey, you don't. You, in, in people don't like him. That's fine. They, they don't have to like him. But skip through the songs. I'm gonna blame Carabas. If that Sockus suck ass wasn't so, uh, let's see, unwavering on how much he doesn't like the songs, I think that might have put the final nail in Steve Alaya guys coffin see, see and even Zalaria. if it didn't i'm still blaming carabas see steve zelaria guy in his resignation mentions jordan on the wizards of whom we all remember spent his last two years yes. i believe it was like 2000 yeah. 2001 was very shitty no 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 i think this is jordan just completed his first three-peat he's going to take a little break he's going to get his mind right he's going to come back and right now you know he's, he's been slowly coming back you know at the end of the uh i think it was the 95 season where he came back the first time, got swept by Orlando, and I, I think I think he's going to come back and he's going to he's going to be listening to the show and a fucking banger is going to pop in his head and we're going to everyone's going to be so sorry that they ever shat on Steve's a liar guy. I hope I hope he is wherever he is because nobody knows much about him, but I hope he's coming up with new songs today. Um, the thing I think with Steve a Eli- Steve's a liar guy is his own pressure that he puts on himself. Mm-hmm. I do prank phone calls. I'm known for prank phone calls, but I have said from day one, I hit for average. I can get you a double all the time, a single, whatever it might be. I don't hit a lot of home runs. I hit a couple, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Matt from Providence, freaking, when he would make a phone call, it was always a home run. Mm-hmm. Patrick, in a clutch, guy hits a grand slam. It's just different for all of us. With Steve's a liar guy, he's a five-tool player. He hits for oh, average. It was All right, he hits for power. He's got speed. The, the the quickness in which he he hears a topic on the show and then has a song out is amazing. Um, he can he can t- 
take in the content. So there's the catching. He could take in the content and he can produce it into a song. And I forget the fifth tool, what it would be fam, but he's the all around player. So I, I just wish he wouldn't be so down on himself, but if you're going to resign, you're going to retire. That's <laughs> that letter was the way to do it. But I'm also looking forward to him writing a song about him retiring, not getting re Kirk, not accepting it and hearing what that'll be like. So I have full faith that he'll be back. And I personally look forward to it. And the only thing, other thing I'd like to say is, you know, only only few people can really make parody songs. Some have tried, a lot have failed. Only a few succeed. Prank call side, Kirk has mentioned it before. We have a wacko thread of prank callers, mm -hmm. and we're not we're not competitive per se with each other because we all do different types of calls. But it is the characters that you're familiar with, and what we do is we kind of collaborate, bounce stuff mm -hmm. off of each other, see what works, see what doesn't. Is it insane and weird and wacky? Absolutely. But that's the world that we live in. Exactly. So there's a way to go with this. doesn't have to be, you know, we're critical of each other. Our calls sometimes don't land. But you know what? We're there to try and help make more content and make funny content. So hopefully Steve's a liar guy will come back into the fold. I know he will come back into the fold. I want to be, I want to go out there and say it. I know he's never. I'm going to go to, I'm going to Sherbin and I'm going to pray at the, at, at, uh, at the Abbey. I will be I there know. tomorrow, and I'm going to say a prayer that he comes back into the fold. That would be very nice of you. I need him in my Minahan. I, I need I need him as well. So uh, that kind of does it for today's show. I mean, they ended with uh, "fuck uh, fuck Bob and his son Gabe" today, which is a great song. song. Such a great song. People forget that song was two two months ago. How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget. Do you know what night that was, Justin? It was the first VFW night. Yeah. What was so special about that night for you? Uh, I forget. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, and by the way, Steve's a lie guy mentioned me in his letter about the terrible call I made. Yeah, I love that. Really, I love yeah, that. Was so a much. shitty, shitty call. Yeah, it's. Uh, awesome. I don't know. It, it, it's so. I thank you for that, Steve's a lie guy. So I don't know. I think I think the, the shitty ones just make the uh, the dim dim stars make the brightest ones shine even brighter. Uh, uh, I don't think never heard that before. Bright. Which I just yeah I just pulled that out of my ass I don't know yeah I'm I have a feeling now. you might have made that up okay yeah, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> uh yeah so anyway so let's get into the I know you weren't around last weekend or last week I'm sorry last Wednesday so you were unable to make it yeah so we're going to actually do two weeks here yeah of, of uh, this week and this Kirk weekend <sighs> history so I've stepped it up a bit and I got myself a nice leather bound. Uh, is that the it's, Bible Joe Biden was sworn in on? Uh, it, it is. So if bit. if there is a, a marriage to take place between Rick and Robin, as Kirk had uh, mm -hmm. offered up in Madawaska, um, we could use the KMS Bible Ooh, to do it on. Perfect. So um, just looking into, let's see, it was around January 20th of 2020. Uh, here we are. All right. I'm the historian. I got to wear glasses. By the way, I don't need glasses. So, uh, whoa, these things are freaking strong. <laughs> got to take those off. All right. So um, this week in Kirkmanahan history. So we'll go from December, excuse me, January 20th to the 31st. A lot of, a lot of prep talk for the Miami trip. And Justin, you were, in it, you were a big part of this trip uh, in so many different ways. So there was a full half uh, – about a half a week's worth of gearing up for the trip where Kirk had predicted it was going to be a shit show and that someone would be getting fired. And actually it didn't end up happening. Um, but in this week before you guys had it, 
What's that? It was a week too early on the fire. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but just as a reminder for everybody in the week prior to heading down to Miami, that was when Blind Mike went to uh, the casino in Springfield. And when uh, intern Will forgot to press the record button. Uh, but we did get that sound of, I have a question for Sam Kennedy. Uh, this was also the week that was the first call to Stacy from Madawaska. So Stacy at Paddy's. Up in uh, Madawaska, Maine, uh, the Jerry feud was was in full force at this point. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth going on. Jerry had let, just launched his shit podcast and begging Kirk to come on, and then was being super critical of Kirk. So uh, Kirk fired back. There were a few great parody songs. The uh, Steve's a liar guy had a song in here. Uh, Kevin from Bristol, Matt Carano. There was Bohemian Gary, which is a very underrated song. Mm-hmm. That is so well done. Uh, also, Elias. Who is Elias? Do you remember Doesn't who exist. he is? Oh, yeah. That's of right. course. He was the guy, uh, he was the guy right. Steve was supposed to stay with in Miami. That's right. So Matt Carano <laughs> had written a song about Elias before everybody realized that he didn't really exist. Uh, lots and lots and lots of Jim Florentine clips and talk mm-hmm. and uh, discussing the comedic stylings of Jim Florentine. By the way, huge fan of Jim Florentine's phone calls. Crank Yankers, uh, his own stuff. I'm a huge fan, but I got to admit, Listen to his uh, comedic, uh, yeah, the clips, not so great. Also, somebody that we forget was in the world at that point. Do you remember the fake Jim Florentine clips? Oh, those were great. That guy was great. Oh, the the, the horse, the horsepower call he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember it was so right. Funny. And, and yeah, really I think hard. he ended up calling in a few times, but then he's kind of gone silent. So uh, just reminiscing about that guy was really good. There were a couple of Jim Florentine uh, parody callers but there was one in particular just he nailed it uh also this phrase was introduced the wendy's sweats what is what is that justin it's when you eat wendy's and you sweat yeah eating too much so steve the the uh animal that he is a robot just shoveling food in his mouth he would get the wendy's sweats he proclaimed uh greg bedard was outed as the kevin cullen of the sports world for his faux story about uh adam uh, aaron hernandez um like he was down at the super or he was down at the combine combine yes yeah and Hernandez was pissing on the side of a cab, and Hernandez's agent supposedly said to Badad, "You go out and get him. I can't do it." And Badad got him to come in, but he never he, he would he would never name who was there with him, uh, where it was, just total lies. Uh, again, make him the victim hero at the same time. Uh, this was also there was also uh, the Minifan tattoos was scheduled this week. Uh, oh, not to happen this week, but they had confirmed that they were yes, going to be doing yes, that. Yes. Yeah, which unfortunately was in March, so it didn't happen. Um, and let's see. So there was a lot. <laughs> there was a song um, about from Steve guy about Steve staying with the Argentinians mm-hmm. at his B&B. And also that the actual person who stayed at the B&B was named Christoph. Not Elias. Elias never existed. That's right. But Kristoff. And Steve was also outed by one Matt from Providence doing phenomenal detective work with the bus stop bus, sign. Bus stop. Yep. And he figured out where Steve was actually staying. And the only other thing I'd note is Mike, Mike was being cranked. You were there. Mike was being crank called apparently by uh, people calling the hotel. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> people were just calling and asking for Mike Geary, and so he was taking phone calls. I think that was the beginning, if I'm right. Of did, did Mike take phone calls before this? No, uh, yeah. no, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. So I think he. You mean on Mike of, and the Minifans? 
Yeah. On. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He had. Oh, yeah. He Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Because, and and uh, Justin, this was when you named off your five hundred favorite celebrities. Hundred and or hundred and fifty. Yeah. yeah, I forget what it was. Impressive. And you kept changing your top five. Yeah, my top five is all different now. But one that was in there that had a lot, a lot, a lot of discussion on the show was the person who was behind you. Yes. Oh, Kobe Bryant oh. and your declaration that he was the world's greatest dad. Care to share with us if that attitude or that, that thought has uh, changed at all? World's greatest dad. Yes, you said he. I believe oh, on Twitter. So we're going. We're going of all time because you know he's mm -hmm. dead. Mm -hmm. Is he the world's greatest dad? By the way, I'm having some Cadbury chocolate eggs. God, these are delicious. Mm, I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. World's Still. greatest dad. Yep. Sure. Fuck it. Wow. Okay. Any proof of that? Uh. Yeah. Uh. He guarded his daughter when the helicopter was going down. So like he held her. That's that's what reports say. And who would know? Everybody died. Dead. They don't know. <laughs> Hashtag girl dead. So, mm. all right. So. so you're sticking with greatest dad ever. Sure, we'll go with that. All right. Well, that was a topic for a lot of conversation on the on the show yes, that week. It was. Yes, it was. So that's the week that was. Next next week will be all about Madawaska because it is the episode that starts the next week uh, in 2020 was Madawaska Ho. And there was a lot, a lot of um, activity up in Madawaska held on for like two or three shows. And uh, I also want to point out that, as we all know, Mike had a little faux pas when he was doing his Mike and the Minifan show up in Madawaska. He was a little bit uh, wobbly, as he would say. He also had been a little wobbly the week prior, which Kirk pointed out when Kevin from Bristol gave him that bottle of uh, peanut butter flavored um yeah, uh, brandy or whiskey yeah. or yeah. whatever it was, and Mike had had it on the show one night. So if anybody wants a any more calls, Justin? Yeah, anybody wants to get a laugh, you might want to go back and listen to that show. And that's the week that was. So awesome! Thank you so much, Tim, uh, for joining me here on the Kirk Minahan Wrap Up Show. I will talk to you. Oh, make sure to tune in tonight at seven for the Steve's a Liar guy. Yeah, baby. Uh, marathon. It's going to be fun. You can listen to it whenever. I, I think I, I want to say I might do one tomorrow morning as well at 11, you know, just to give people if, if they want to, you know, this is no show dropping tomorrow. If they want to get a little juice in them and just listen to some old Steve's a liar guy songs, uh, maybe do an hour of that, but uh, it's still up in the air. So I will talk to you guys tonight on the YouTube channel. So thank once again, thank you, Tim, for joining looking, us. Looking forward to it, Justin and Steve's a liar guy. Please, please come back, please.